Welcome to the SFTC Consultant Podcast, the podcast where we have open discussions with Salesforce consultants, administrators, and architects. My name is Emmerich, and in this episode, I will be speaking with Sam Wally, a senior Salesforce consultant at Stimulus Consulting. Alongside his implementation experience, Sam has been delivering training courses on behalf of Salesforce for administrators and marketing cloud users. Additionally, if you find this episode interesting, I would really appreciate if you could share this episode with your peers, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review. Hi, my name's uh, Sam Wally. I'm a senior Salesforce consultant for Stimulus Consulting. My background in Salesforce comes from about uh, five, six years ago when I was working as a support rep for an internal IT team specializing in this little old tool called Service Cloud. Service, actually Service and Sales Cloud, so just Salesforce in general, to be honest. Uh, with absolutely no knowledge on the platform myself when I joined the role, uh, I then just started picking up various like, uh, courses that I found online and various videos, which then eventually uh, my employer put me through the a, what was then the ADM 201. And I've, it's been like that since. I've been doing various Salesforce roles, both as in uh, a sales admin, Salesforce consultant, and now I'm a consultant uh, instructor. I now mostly specialize in the digital marketing tools that Salesforce offer. So both Marketing Cloud and Pardot. You mentioned a few things in there in terms of an instructor and also working on, on, on implementations. And I think that that's a good point to hone in. Having the experience of knowing what's required to implement something, you kind of know what to say in these instructional type videos or courses that, that, you, that you guys are producing. And especially in terms of marketing cloud and part of, because usually with those type of things, you know, you're basically looking for an ROI. I presume that's, that's kind of the, the objective of any, any company kind of buying that. Now, what I wanted to just get a feel into, in terms of an instructional person or lead, what is it that, what is it specifically that you do? So would you, would you start constructing a, a course table of content type thing, and then you're basically putting the material there, you're supporting examples, practical examples, et cetera. Is that what basically you do in that role? So on the instructor side of things, there's, there's various different roles I fall under. Ultimately, there's the, the roles of delivering training on behalf of Salesforce. So I'm sure many people that are listening or even yourself may have attended a Salesforce provider training course, like an ADX 201 or an EEB 101, the, the, the admin essentials or the marketing cloud essentials, Pardot, service set, whichever course you attended, I deliver those as well. And now for those training sessions, they, they, that's all, all the content and such has been developed for me. Uh, and I go through a, a strict set of guidelines and uh, expectations from Salesforce when I deliver it. So I'm, cause I'm, I'm delivering on behalf of Salesforce. So the standard is, uh, is Salesforce's standard. So I've got to go through a grueling certification process <laughs> to be a Salesforce certified instructor. The other side of it is like you said, the, the content development side of things, which is a lot more behind it than, than perhaps others realize, or at least other implementation individuals, consultants might realize uh, a lot of these consultants will, will train, obviously, at the end of the implementation, but the, the kind of training that they're getting isn't really what I do. Uh, we, we, we're, 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 their sort of training goes, oh, this is this, and this is that, and yeah, that's what we did. Good luck, guys. See you soon. We, 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 we come in, and we tailor-build a course specific to the business. 
So it starts with your, your, your general scoping of uh, what, the, what, what the implementation was involved and a day-to-day -day life of an end user, which means we're not having just one training session for every person in the business. You might find yourself having several training sessions for different teams because of the nature of how they use the platform. So whilst two different teams might both use content builder and marketing clouds as an example, one team does it differently than the other because of the nature of their jobs. And so I got to tailor a training session to suit that need. And that is, that, that's almost more important. The scoping is obviously more important than the development and the, the delivery itself. Because obviously without the scoping, you can't, you can't do that. And I find that that is that that's the real fun part of the job is, is understanding what they want and then delivering something from exactly what they asked for. And don't get me wrong, I love the other, the other side training. I love, I, I love the, the workshops and the stuff that sales provide, mainly because the, the kind of audience you get, it's so varied. Uh, but when you're building a particular content, content development for a very particular team of a company or whatever, it's, it's a really interesting process. Isn't that the, quote unquote, the high that, that consultants get is getting into an organization and trying to figure out their process and trying to map everything out? Yeah, and I think I see. I think with the training side of things, it's it's slightly different because you're doing the same thing. You're, you're, you understand how their processes work and all that stuff, but ultimately, it's it's different because there it's you're you're not limited as much. Obviously, you're with with the trade with with implementing the platform. You're limited to what the platform can do. With training, you know what those limitations are. Even the customer knows what those limitations are, so the limitations are slightly less, which makes it even more exciting. Yeah, yeah, it makes... depends what you can do. I mean, obviously, I've had training sessions where I've introduced games halfway through the session just to keep it entertaining. I've had other classes where I'm not allowed any games because they're, they're very dry individuals and they don't want that sort of stuff. No, just <laughs> give us the facts. That's all we want. Just the facts, please. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, audiences, audiences. The other thing I was going to, going to ask, you did say that you're kind of having these sessions. Is, is that something that you can probably expand on in terms of who do you have? Who are these people? Are we talking about license holders of existing clients of Salesforce, partners, ISVs, or people that just bought the course? I mean, right now, most of it, it happens virtual, isn't it? So yeah, do you have a, yes. an objective or do you have a, an opinion or like some, some information about that? So the answer to your question there is yes. <laughs> what I mean by that is, well, when I'm doing the curriculum development in the US and the, 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 train, the, the, the custom built courses, I, have very, I know what my audience is, it's very specific. When I'm delivering these classes on behalf of Salesforce and I'm doing these workshops, anyone could come through that door. You do see a, a pattern depending on what course you teach. So obviously, at a high level, I deliver two sorts of courses, uh, a training on sales cloud, marketing cloud, or Pardot. Now, I deliver the, the, very admin, the admin course that perhaps many in this uh, who's listening have heard of, the, the ADX or the ADM201, depending on when you did it. That, the audience there could literally be anyone. I've had sales managers, IT guys, inspiring sales with admins, ISV partners, consultants. There's such a very, and it all depends on obviously the business a part of. It could be uh, a, a, a consultancy that are bringing in new guys into the business. They want to get, like, you're going to be marketing cloud or admin, or you we just, so go ahead and do this course. Or it could just simply be people ticking a box to become certified. And to become certified, they attend these courses as an excellent way of getting through that certification. Uh, the marketing and Pardot classes, they're, they're, they're a bit more specific. You get the consultants like you do in the admin course, uh, but you get marketeers. 
ultimately that's it. You might get the odd IT person coming in as well to understand the platform, mainly to understand how we can integrate with Salesforce. So you may, I, I find it very rarely do I get, I get the odd Salesforce admin, but very rarely in those courses, they come along, if they do come along, they, they, they almost come along to complete the package. Obviously they're Salesforce admin for a big franchise, a big business that are now moving to marketing cloud or part up. And so they need to understand how that works to basically be the admin for Salesforce rather than just being the admin for sales or service cloud, whichever they're using at the time. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing I wanted to uh, just to uh, just kind of try to make a differentiation here, there's loads of content out there and the community is pushing out a lot of free stuff. Salesforce is pushing out a lot of free stuff in terms of their Trailhead content and Rhino Trailhead Live and so on and so forth. So what I was going to say, what do you see is like the value proposition here in terms of someone attending some of these courses? I do know that Salesforce are actually offering some of these from their side for their own specific courses whenever they close some type of like big deal or something like that. They will package that part of the part of the delivery. Mm. Say so you also get uh, access to one of these courses. But what do you see in case in case you're talking to someone that is kind of debating to either join that or spend, uh, let's just say, three to six months trying to go through all the trailheads, trying to understand all the moving parts that are are there? What what would you say to that? So, uh, first and foremost, I would never discredit the, the 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 wonders of tools like Trailhead and my Trailhead and all these other platforms. They're, they're a wonderful source of information to learn more about the, what the Salesforce has to offer. But what you get out of these training sessions is the experience. It's, it's, it's a cliche thing to say, but it's that person at the front, at the, uh, at the front of the room who's delivering or at the other end of the, uh, the WebEx, it might be, has the wealth of experience of not only doing it themselves, but delivering this course before. So not only, obviously one of the things, obviously when I came into the role, I was an experienced consultant, but my experience comes from just basically the, the implementations that I'd done. Now my experience comes from listening to other people in class and knowing what they do. And I can share that with everyone who comes into my class. I say, well, I've had people in class that can do this. And when you're on it, and it's just that that experience is, it's worth its weight in gold. And also it's, it's just, I think it's the way you learn is important as well. Some people need that additional, I'm gonna say, I don't mean in a patronizing way, handholding. They need that additional handholding to get them through elements of the platform. They just don't understand. Because obviously uh, a, bit of, a bit of text on Trailhead can't rephrase what it's saying. So to be going, I, so I, Sam, I don't, don't quite get what you're saying. Can you perhaps rephrase it? Of course I can. I'm here. I'm going to do that. And that is, is also an ex- extraordinary benefit of having these, these real-life sessions. And yeah, I think, again, it's, I think the enthusiasm, the way that the person, depending on the instructor you got, that enthusiasm that sort of seeps out of them gets an individual excited about Salesforce and gets them starting almost in their own Salesforce career. Trailhead can do a good job and it's excellent study study material, but I mean, obviously I am biased, I must admit, but <laughs> these training sessions are just absolutely fantastic. I've seen, you know, there, there are a number of, of providers of, of Salesforce training out there in different forms. You know, YouTube, of course, is, is you know, full of, of, of free content. Is that the best one? I don't know. You know, if you scroll through that, you'll find some very, very good gems as well. Mm. But you kind of need to find your way through that and, and you kind of need to make your own decisions, if it makes sense, and, and make your own conclusion or take your own conclusions. The same thing that I would probably say around things that you find on these like course websites. You have some content which is very theoretical but a bit a pinch of what and this is how we've done in real life or this is how i've done it at x company 
what would be the best way for someone to get in in one of these courses, either, you know, part of this or, or you know, however they, they try to get this knowledge is to actually hold on to that knowledge that they're, they're taking. Because there's one thing to attend the course and there's another thing to leave that course with something in your pocket, basically. So what, what, would, what would be, you know, something that, you know, you would advise someone whenever thinking about, you know what, I'm going to spend my next two months or my next two weeks learning Salesforce or learning to get a certification or learning to be an expert in a specific area. So that's, that's an excellent situation. I see it all too often where you come along to these courses, you're spending five days, you're spending five days learning so much. You cram so much information in five days. Trying to retain that information going forward can be a real challenge. Um, all I can say is just being so, is, is having your own self-discipline towards it, taking your time to self-study. In my role, I've been very lucky in the sense that I have learned how to use a tool by teaching the tool. And if I'm, t- I, I, say I teach the same courses over and over again, you very quickly become an expert there. There's almost a case of teaching yourself and sort of putting yourself in a room, maybe even sharing your knowledge with your colleagues and well, friends maybe even, or just family members if they're interested. I know my family aren't, but other families might be. Just sort of teaching it to them and what you learn. For example, obviously five, well, obviously the way I heard about these training courses has been taken myself about five years ago before I even started this job. When I was first becoming a sales admin, I attended this course and what I do is every single night, up until the certification, I'll teach my wife about Salesforce. Every five minutes, it followed up with her going, shut up, Sam, I'm trying to watch this. Or could you just leave me alone? It's like, yeah, I didn't care. I was just teaching to a class that wasn't there. And that really helped me. That was my experience. But everyone learns differently and everyone absorbs information differently. So whether it's just talking to yourself, using obviously the, going back to Trailhead as well. A lot, again, a lot of these training environments as well, these training courses will provide an instance of Salesforce that's another really good way of learning is getting your hands dirty, diving into Salesforce, diving into Pardot, Sales Cloud, Marketing Cloud, wherever you have access to, and just almost getting your hands dirty with it. And unfortunately, in the Marketing Cloud world, these hand-on environments aren't as readily available as, say, Salesforce or Pardot. For example, if you attended the Pardot training session, you get given an instance of Pardot to use for the next 20, uh, or depends what day in the month, a couple of days afterwards. And that's, that's a really well, good, nice way of learning is to get into Pilot, get into Salesforce, build a, a marketing campaign or build a workflow, build a process and learn for yourself by just revisiting the training materials or just getting inspiration and building something completely nonsense and then running from that. So I, when I left, when I, when I did my uh, admin certification, I learned by building myself uh, a HR platform no one just myself just i got a dev environment and built a hr platform from doing that i learned how to use fields workflows processes uh, i then started working about oh who should have access to what so i was looking at profiles role hierarchies i was in all these different bits and bobs that got me through that admin certification uh and i did a very similar process when it came to marketing cloud and part up it's just getting your hands dirty is the best thing i can advise advise doing I'm not, not sure what your opinion of, is about this, but there is this trend around getting, I'm not really getting as much uh, or as many certifications as, as you can, but sometimes you do find people that have a, a handful of, of years in terms of experience or potentially don't have any experience in certain areas of, of the platform, but they do have a certification. People, I'm thinking of Commerce Cloud, I'm thinking of the new Einstein piece that came out. What's your view around that? <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, that's that's the question I was I was dreading. No, not dreading as such, but I was expecting. It's 
these certifications are worth their weight in gold, provided, of course, you're, you're, doing, you're using them. Like you said, you get people with 20, 30-odd certifications who have just gone through Trailhead, gone to the exam, and passed. And it's not true representation of their skill set. And to the opposite effect, you get people that actually have absolutely no certifications, but who are people I would, I would consider my peers. I've got no certification, but you, you clearly know more than I do. The certification is a badge to wear to say that you know these topics, and it should stay that way. You obviously that, that's not always true to, true to life, unfortunately, but that is my firm belief. Uh, I, the certifications I hold represent my skill set, and I want it to stay that way. So if I then become a service cloud consultant, for example, I'll only do that if I'm confident enough with service cloud. So not to shoot my own horn, I've got, I'm just going to list off my certifications that this is not me plugging. I'm a Salesforce admin. I use that because I deliver the ADX 201. I use Salesforce regularly. I am competent enough in the tool to become that certified admin. I'm a marketing cloud email specialist. I'm a marketing cloud consultant. I'm a marketing cloud administrator. I am, I am the lead marketing cloud expert in my business. I know marketing cloud well enough and I can tick these boxes. So I use marketing cloud near enough every single day. Same goes for pilot. I'm a pilot specialist. I'm not yet a consultant. That's my next certification. That's on my, on my list. I use, I, I am these, I hold these certifications because these are my skill sets. These are my expertise. These are my area areas of expertise. I have, other, I'm obviously currently working in the world. Of, I'm looking into the world of commerce cloud. There's not really any certifications on them anyway. There's not many certifications available. There's the B2B side of things, which I'll never do because I'm not a developer. Another reason why I'm not a, a marketing cloud Salesforce uh, marketing cloud developer, which is a certification. I might do it eventually, but it's not a skill set I'm competent in yet. I'm not just going to do the certification just to tick a box. Um, not to go to, so I can go into a room of fellow Salesforce professionals and say, well, I've got, I've got 13 certifications. How many have you got? I've got five, but I'm good at the five I've got. And that, you know, it sounds a bit blunt, but I think I don't. I think the thing is, well, these certifications are wonderful, and I, I do encourage anyone to take them, as long as they represent who you are and your certificate and your skill sets. There's the whole debate, especially if you go, if you want to, because a lot of people were like, you know, look at the what is it, the architect pyramid, and they're really keen around that, and oh, yeah. and you know, and especially for for some, you know, not basically to give credit where credit is due around, you know, de depending on what their career objective is and, and all of that. And to be honest, it is as simple as that, you know, uh, from, I mean, I know I've interviewed someone and they had, they had a high number of certifications, but basically they were quite honest the fact that, well, you know what, I, I have these because I, I learned and, and I, I took that test, but of course, you know, my CV or, you know, my, my portfolio that will say I have no experience in that, but you know, that that's proof the fact that they've, taught themselves or, or they, they went and, and, and tried to learn that. So yeah, I think that's the important thing to understand as well. If you look at the Salesforce architect certification as a whole, yes, there's a lot, there's a lot of hoops to jump to become certified and that's credit where credit's due. You have to work pretty hard to get to that certification. I, I, I'm saying that these people, they've got 20 odd certifications and various different roles and very different places that just don't work together. But my CV says I've, I've got 20 certifications. So look at me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I was going to ask, and and you know, more more of a kind of an advice piece from your side is, would you or what would be your your pitch? And and I haven't heard anyone yet where I've asked this in in terms of kind of saying, 
the negative version of what, what I'm going to ask, but what would you, what would you advise someone when it comes to potentially, you know, joining the quote unquote kind of world of Salesforce, you know, getting, getting a certification, getting a system admin job, you know, changing a career potentially towards this. There's a breadth of people working in, in the Salesforce community that, that are lawyers, accountants, et cetera, et cetera, and that they made a switch and they're, you know, happily growing in their career. So what, what would, what would uh, be your pitch around that? And, and also just to tie into that is what do you see kind of coming in the next, uh, I was going to say five years, five years probably is such a long time based on events that are happening, you know, in this world that, that it, it just feels like 25 years away. So probably in the next one to three years, something like that. And, and, and yeah, so how, how would you, how would you advise someone around that? That's a good question. So my ultimate advice would be, from my experience, picking Salesforce. Pick an area of Salesforce that makes you a specialist in that role. Start bold. So I mean, start, start a bit more open now. I start as an admin, which as many Salesforce professionals often do. They start as a role as an admin because they discover this wonderful tool. And then the first thing they do is they learn to become a certified admin. But under the same breath, I'd, I'd say pick a niche. Something like, you know, something like Commerce Cloud community, marketing cloud, Pardot, uh, whatever is a niche area of the business, that area of sales will compete with it because then you become an expert in that and then your career will absolutely blossom. The moment I started working with marketing cloud, my career changed forever and for the best, in a good way. Uh, not that I didn't have a nice career beforehand, of course, but when I started working with marketing cloud, it opened up so many doors, it opened up so many, uh, where I am now is I never thought I'd be uh, um, where I am now to where I was, say, three four years ago where i see things in five years it's a good question i never really sort of gave it much thought if i'm honest um i'd be interested to see how the world of certifications go because as we were saying the way that tools like trailhead and these things like super badges and badges that exist with them i i, I wouldn't be as bold to say they could be replacing them because I, I sincerely hope not just because i work very hard for these certifications and i want i want them to still have value in five years but I think there's going to be a, we can already see it now, a, a association towards your certification and trailhead. I mean, then when we look at how we maintain our certifications nowadays, by going on to trailhead and doing a, a module, I, I, I see that being a, a big thing, at least for a, a, a level of career. And also many, many acquisitions going forward from Salesforce, I'm sure, as they've seem to be like to be doing over the last two years or so i can sort of see them continuing on that track that obviously once people have started calm, when the world sort of slowed down a little bit or so it has slowed down quite significantly now once calmed down a little bit i can see the salesforce pulling out the wallets again and making more acquisitions absolutely i see uh that's why that's my prediction for the future maybe thank you for your time and thank you for sharing your experience and and, and advice last thing from my side is do you, do you are you a social guy you know do you do you you know use any social network do you want to point people towards certain things probably your course on trailhead or anything like that so again i'm not the tra- so i would obviously plug stimulus consulting so if you visit our website there we have a blog that is regularly up we're, we're trying especially under current climates we're trying to update as regularly as possible so stimulusconsulting.co.uk and you can see, obviously, with then you see the blogs. You can also see other training that's available with, through that site, and obviously some conversations that we have around our implementation and things like that. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter as well. I usually I have to show a picture of myself on LinkedIn because I use a very old picture. 
but I have updated it now, so it does look like me now at least. So you can you probably be able to find me there as senior Salesforce consultant. And you can find me on Twitter, you're more than welcome to engage with me on Twitter. And that's both the two, basically the two social networks I use for my, my Salesforce world, shall we say. Uh, yeah, that's me. Thank you for listening to the SFDC Consultant Podcast. Be sure to visit sfdcconsultant.com to access the show notes and discover additional content. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would be amazing if you could subscribe, give us a review and share it with your peers. Until next time, take care.